you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What's up, everybody? DJ Bucky here with Move the Sticks. Before you get to your episode, Bucky, tell them what's coming up on our show this week. We're going to break down my top 10 for my latest mock draft, and also we're going to dig deep into the running back position in this draft class. Also, we're going to critique producer TD's jump shot. You're going to want to hear this. The Around the NFL Podcast celebrates good times. Come on. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL Podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I am joined by a room filled with heroes. Mark Sessler, Chris Wessling, and Greg Rosenthal. What's up, boys? Hey, Dan. Seeing entirely too much of each other right now. Yeah. It is. That is true. It's getting ridiculous. I mean. Well, we had dinner last night. Usually I feel dead inside for all the hours in between when we tape the podcast. But mm-hmm. I felt alive last night with, with you guys eating some food. Yeah, we went to a dinner <laughs> spot in Venice. Uh, I think it's Venice. Is that where we were? Uh, it Marina qualifies Del Rey. Right? Yeah, like Del Rey. It's right at the end of Abbott Kinney. And, uh, you know, we talked some work matters. And now here we are back again, taping in the morning. The fi- I mean, at a certain point, it's just going to be a meltdown where we just can't can't be around each other anymore. It's just going to happen eventually. It's just a matter of when. It's a ticking time bomb. Well, I look at it the other way. I envision a world where there's very little It'll time work. in our lives that we're not taping the podcast. It's just our whole life is a nonstop podcast. Wow, like a Truman Show type scenario? A little bit, yeah. We're just streaming. Do we ever get paid for this activity? Oh, Wes. Come on. Uh, You know what, Wes? That's unprofessional. This is about the love of the game. We get it, Wes. You're right. Unprofessional means not getting paid. I could see. I mean, what if this podcast went on for another four or five decades solid? And, (laughs) you know, by that point, all our families have just had enough of us. And we just live together, the four of us, in like an apartment. That sounds horrifying. That seems like a step, step backwards. We get along very well, and, and we'd have fun. Everyone we love will leave us because we're so 
codependent on one another to do a, a podcast. Yeah, that's but you know, show business has that kind of grim but the show will be side popular. to it. Oh, the show would be huge. It goes on for four would decades. We, would we be rich? We'd be swimming in so cash. Somehow happy. we would still the four of us have to we live got together West in one care place. Of financially. I don't want to be rich. Well, you got more money than you do now. How about that? Right, let's save this for the West Needs Money podcast. <laughs> Thank right? you. Um, every podcast. Today is <laughs> today is Thursday, March seventeenth, St. Patrick's Day. The Irishman behind the glass. I spend all my money on whiskey and beer. You know this one, Brandon? No. Huh. Anybody know this song? The Wild Rover? I mean, it sounds familiar, but no. I know Wild Irish Rose. No, nay, never. No, nay, never, no more. It's a good song, right? Greg, your thoughts. You're Irish. Yeah. <laughs> I did I did live above a bar, McSwiggins, in New York. Nothing brings out the uh, the old amateurs more than St. Patrick's Day in New York City. It, I mean, here's a, I have a lot of fun memories on St. Patrick's Day as an amateur myself because, as I said on earlier this week, very Irish town I grew up in, on St. Patrick's Day, everyone would cut school once you hit like 15 or 16 and take the bus into Manhattan because this is in the 90s and you didn't, a lot of places weren't carting on St. Patrick's Day, and you'd go in there, and almost always somebody would pee their pants on the bus because it was a bunch of 16-year-olds drinking, and they can't hold their liquor. So you would, somebody would pee their pants. Somebody would get lost in the city and not come back. It was it was a big part of the culture of my town mm. was to a big amateur day in Manhattan on St. Patrick's Day. I mean, that's true of 16-year-olds. But that's not what... Irish culture is all about, by the way, guys. It's Why do we have a guy behind the glass named the Irishman? It's 10.23 a.m. in Los Angeles, and he's not hammered at a bar. So you're, you're like the only stereotypes, I, you're the only. No, I'm not, because I've been in Los Angeles for, what, 10 years on St. Paddy's Day, and the bars are on fire right now. Well, I mean, there's a reason we tape early today, okay. so I can just leave at about 1. I, that's what that's I'm true. hoping for. Also, today's a big day, because not only is it – St. Patrick's Day, it's also the opening of the uh, March Madness NCAA tournament. So there's a lot of people, speaking of calling in sick, that are missing from the office, I've already noticed, that are at bars. So this is a big party day, I would say. Right, Wes? Yeah, I lived in the Savannah area for eight years. Wes, I'm not talking till I get a raise. That's not what I'm saying. But Savannah is up there with Chicago and New York for the biggest St. Patrick's Day in the United States. Mm. And I've been to several of those, and they are insane. Very fun. Very proud of my Irish culture, my mother's side of the family. Anyway, today's show, it's a good one. You would think, oh, man, you guys just taped the show. You must have nothing to talk about. Like, what are you even doing up there, up here in the studio? No, we got a lot to talk about because there's still news happening. More to, more New England talk. The Patriots are very active right now. Um, uh, we're going to have some news. A little 8 o'clock delight is going to drop by. A little 8 o'clock delight. Mmm. So you'll hear some of that. Uh, and then we'll play a fun little game afterwards, a little over-under. Uh, I will throw out some prominent names during this free, agent peri- free agency period, and I'll let you gentlemen um, kind of let me know if my over-unders for certain statistical markers will be met. Greg, right now you've uh, pulled up a giant Irish head. Well, this is Sam Young, the new tackle for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I just, I always actually have him on my computer for motivation. <laughs> headshot. Just that, that's motivating up. you. 
Yeah, just gets me fired. He definitely goes by Big Red, I would think. Well. All right, so that's what's going on today. Fun show. Uh, everybody's in a good mood. I'm going to Vegas tomorrow, by the way, and Spice Rack is going to hook me up. I've been in contact with Spice Rack. Of course, Spice Rack is Chris Wessling's desert uh, um, companion. Well, companion is a little strange. <laughs> that seems a little misleading. <laughs> a little weird. Like, where's Wes? Oh, he drove off into the desert to meet his male friend. <laughs> it all lines up from what I know about His Wes. desert consigliere <laughs> is what, consigliere. I, uh, what I meant to say. I have spent one weekend in Vegas in my entire life, and it would have been an absolute disaster if not for Spice Rack. Yeah, so. It came through big. Spice Rack, I will get to meet Spice Rack, and we'll talk about his next appearance on the show. He is our one of our college football experts. Speaking of which, Daniel Jeremiah going to be on the show next week. Uh, let's do some news, Brandon. Happy St. Patrick's Day, football fans. <laughs> Speaking of Irish guys, Dave Damashek <laughs> with the drive. <laughs> Very good, Brandon. All right, let's start with the big news on the throne of ease. Martellus Bennett, a tight end who had fallen out of favor with the Chicago Bears, but undeniable talent, 29 years old. And the Pats, who haven't had a one-two punch since Aaron Hernandez left. What happened with Aaron Hernandez again, Greg? He's in jail right now. Oh, Very okay. close to Foxborough, the jail that he's in. He can hear the cheers. How many columns have been written with that lead? Aaron Hernandez sits in a six-by-seven cell hearing the cheers from Foxborough. I would say none because <laughs> I think everyone in the New England area at this point tries to pretend Aaron Hernandez never exists. I feel like I've read that yeah. exact oh. opening. Greg is to a, asking to a on my point that yeah. it's, it's a popular trope of sports writing. Aaron Hernandez was the star at Gillette, and now he hears the cheers for another man. Greg's like, if he's not on the Patriots roster, I won't read a word about him. Anyway, Greg feels like he's being picked on. That's not oh, that's, what he's trying to that do. That wasn't that's the point. true. I'm just looking <laughs> for a little more humor. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> I mean, it's wow. like, it's hard. You're not playing ball, so we'll move on. Martellus Bennett will replace, essentially, on some level, Aaron Hernandez as that second tight end that really Tom Brady can depend on as a big red zone threat. A trade went down. Uh, Bennett. Sent uh, to the Patriots in exchange for a fourth-round pick. Uh, the Pats also get back a sixth-round pick in the deal. So now, Greg, nice little big towering targets in the red zone. You love this trade because I, as a Jets fan, hated it because I thought it was so great for the Pats. Yeah, it was great. He's in a contract year, so it might be one and done. He'll have to be on his best behavior, but they gave up nothing. The, the Bears just decided to give him away. They they traded him for a move down 50 spots in the third day of the draft. So they basically got Martellus Bennett for a one-year look-see. This is a win-now type of team, and I like Martellus Bennett because he's versatile. He's known as a great blocker. You, now you got two guys that are great blockers, great receivers. you got just receivers. You can flood the middle of the field. That's where Tom Brady's at his best. It's going to give them a lot of options. They have the two most athletic, most monstrous tight ends in the league now. Yeah. Two guys who are basically 6'7", 270, and great athletes. Martellus Bennett is only one year removed from 90 catches and 900 yards with Jay Cutler. Wow. Last year he missed some games to rib injuries and probably wasn't playing with the best attitude because he wanted a new contract from the Bears and he was disgruntled. But go to a new place, play for a Super Bowl ring. Well, he certainly was a headache for the Bears. I mean, they've been trying to trade him for almost a year and a half. I mean, they've wanted to move this guy. But it was really Belichick with the Aaron Hernandez-Gronk pairing that came up with the dual tight end like pass-catching tight end scenario that caused Rex Ryan when he was with the Jets absolute 
nightmares, and he'd change his whole defense to try to counter it. And it, it's almost surprising that it's taken this long for them to get another player like this in the building. But I think it's going to be great for Tom Brady because this is exactly – it fits their system it, so well. He's 29 years old, so he should have some prime years left or at least one year, however long this lasts. But it does – it did strike me a little bit when Rap Sheet reported on NFL Network yesterday that Chicago had been actively trying to trade him for 18 months. And, you know, they were so happy to move on with Zach Miller, who's a nice player who had a nice second half last year. But come on. Um, that strikes me as a red flag, Greg. But he's not his fourth team. He's 29 years old. He's been a you, good pro. Let me put There's a reason you're on your fourth team. Do you have concerns that he'll be able to fit into the Patriot way, buttoned-up culture, uh, or will it potentially not work out and he becomes a headache and he's gone by week eight? He's, no, I'm not concerned about that. Uh, I think there's a chance he'll just be there one year because they didn't really invest anything long-term in him. And if they just kind of get the feel that this isn't a guy they want for good, it's just a one-year thing, which is which is fine. I think they get uh, they could get a lot of value out of him. But he's going to be playing for a contract. He's going to have he's going to be have a lot of motivation. And they have a pretty good track record of getting people to straighten out. Not a perfect track record. I mean, Albert Hainsworth was there. But. Right. But Corey Dillon and Randy Moss are two of the best examples possible of guys who were disgruntled elsewhere and came and blew the doors off of New England. And and I think he's so different than Aaron Hernandez. It's worth pointing out. Aaron Hernandez Much different. was just well. You said he was monstrous. That off the, off the field, that's true. He's he's he was monstrous, but on the field, he was basically a souped-up wide receiver, which Martellus Bennett is not. Uh, he's really known when he was in Dallas as one of the better blocking tight ends in the league, and so the versatility that you can now have, where defenses won't know who's going out and who's staying in, and in the run game with Bennett and Gronk, and you just think they have no one that can really go deep on the outside. Their tight ends are going to go deep. But they and, – and Tom Brady – Brady you know, can't throw the deep ball anyway. And by so. the way, Tom Brady does not throw outside the numbers as well as he used to. He certainly didn't in the AFC Championship game. But think of the people you're flooding the middle of the zone with. Deion Lewis, Julian Edelman, Martellus Bennett, Rob Gronkowski, uh, Chris Hogan. I, Danny Amendola? I don't think Danny Amendola will necessarily be there according what? to a pro football talk report, but that that's up in the air. May, there was a report last night that he might be – a cut, but he makes similar money to Martellus Bennett. And Ask the Jets about Danny Amendola. Yeah. He, Almost no. single-handedly won the game last year. He was a big asset. In their you know Super I don't Bowl. love Danny Amendola. He was a big asset in their Super Bowl run, but, yeah, he the best, makes a lot of money. The best thing about this trade is how are you going to double-team Gronk if you've got Edelman, Deion Lewis, and Martellus Bennett on the field? Exactly. Well, it sounds like Greg, is, as a fan, is heading into a rough patch here. <laughs> <laughs> the throne of ease, indeed. Wes wrote a nice piece, uh, which I read uh, yesterday, breaking down the Didn't move. even read it. And also some other – off. how would I know there are other uh, components to the post below that initial lead where you broke down other – Oh, Dan just came back. Oh, damn. Oh, damn, Wes. Oh, oh damn. Greg clued you in. <laughs> Uh, other Patriots news related to the Bears, Shea McClellan, who uh, was a former first-round pick in 2012, did not really work out in Chicago, but he signs a three-year deal with the Pats, and, and uh, you know the Belichick Mafia is spinning this, by the way, as, oh, we got our, all our first-round picks taken away and all our draft picks, but Who's we keep on acquiring <laughs> no first-rounders and second-rounders. We <laughs> have figured out how to beat the system once again. No one said that about Shea McClellan. Do you Who's like that signing? It's a good signing for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> worth a shot. It's a position of need. I'll say that. So you never know. He'll make three Pro Bowls. 
It's worth a shot. <laughs> it's going to work out just fine. You got Jonathan Freeney right now maybe as your starting middle linebacker. So it's definitely a, a position I think they'll address in the draft too. Uh, moving on. So good news for the Pats a day after I thought was not so good news with Chandler Jones. They now get another offensive piece. Pats are doing okay. Now we got to find out if Tom Brady's playing 16 games this year. That's the next thing. It's still floating out there, hanging out there. Come on. We'll talk nobody, about that nobody another day. Nobody believes that. He'll play 19 and win the Super Bowl. Uh, honestly, though, there is a lot of buzz that that suspension is going to come back. You're right. Whether you believe in it or not is a different uh Who started discussion. this buzz? Crazy people? I don't know. You just well, got to plug, plug in on the court situation. Yeah, NFL back has back no court, case maybe. and has had no case all along. I I'm do like that we've, we've basically ignored happen. that story because everyone's just tired of it. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it, but it is something that's The new judge different. not too excited about the NFL's angle. That's You're right, Dan. Courts, man. Yeah. Uh, in other news, let's talk Colin Kaepernick, uh, still a member of the 49ers. And I don't know, the longer this goes on, maybe he won't get traded. Who knows? Um, but here's how, what Chip Kelly had to say. Is, uh, for the time being, he is one of Chip Kelly's quarterbacks and potentially a starter. Uh, Kelly spoke to Matt Burrows, uh, Barrows of the Sacramento Bee at San Jose State's Pro Day workout this week. He had this to say about Cap. If he's here on April 4th, we're going to coach the heck out of him, and he's going to work his, and this was in parentheses, tail. Could be butt, could be buttocks, could be ass, could be hiney. Uh, work his tail off. We're going to coach the heck out of him, is what Chip Kelly says. <laughs> Come here, mister. We're going to coach the heck out of you. Uh, it's I don't so know. corny. It is. I mean, Chip Kelly... The innovator needs to learn how to come up with some new phrases. Well, this is a <laughs> this is an example of a guy who has went to the San Jose State Pro Day, and there was a reporter there, and he's like, yeah. "Oh no!" Exactly, <laughs> and he suddenly has to answer a question because he ha he has to say something. Kaepernick is on the team at this moment, and what's he gonna say? Here's another quote: "Is he on the team? Is he not on the team? It's never been a question. I'm excited to work with Colin." I don't believe a word he says. It's never been a question. Colin Kaepernick literally requested a trade <laughs> from the 49ers. Like, going to coach the heck out of you, mister. It's never been a question except for from Colin Kaepernick and apparently the general manager. It sounds like Kaepernick wants out and Balky wants Kaepernick out, that he's ready to move on. But I think there's, I think Kelly would is kind of thinking – Who's who are my quarterbacks? I have Blaine Gabbert. I might I'd rather have Blaine Gabbert and Colin Kaepernick than just Blaine Gabbert. Well, and Why we not? do know. I mean, before all this Kaepernick stuff happened, the Kaepernick was a draw to Chip Kelly that he even would have wanted to try to trade for him if he landed somewhere else. So I don't think that Chip Kelly's lying, but he's kind of looking past the awkward nonsense happening with his lying through his teeth. You I don't I, think he wants. You don't think he wants. No, Kaepernick I think as the Forty Niners want to get rid of him, and I think the Forty Niners might. I don't think Chip Kelly wants yeah. to have suddenly one don't quarterback. Believe a word he says, not even hello. I tend to agree with Mark because what what's the harm of having Kaepernick there? It's better to have him and Gabbert than just Gabbert. I I did a big break. I did a breakdown on the site. Just does Kaepernick deserve another chance? I, you know, looking back at last year's tape, like trying to see, like maybe it wasn't quite as bad as, as we thought, but it was as bad as we thought. They, they had limited him to the point where if he had been a rookie just starting out, you would have said, wow, they're really, they really have the training wheels on for this rookie. They really don't, Oof. they don't really don't trust him at all. And this was a five year veteran that they had just given supposedly $135 million with air quotes for that, that money. By the Don't. Way. 
Don't sell yourself short, by the way, because Kevin Patrick must be review time because tucked within his post on I Kaepernick. Saw that. Around the NFL's Greg Rosenthal offered the definitive breakdown well, hyperlink wow. of Kaepernick's worth on Wednesday, so everybody should check that out. Hey, all you writers out there planning a Kaepernick thing piece, it's over. It's already definitive. It's that ship it's sailed and it already sunk. It's been, that was, <laughs> it's been defined. That was the one note in Greg's uh, Sorry, Barnwell. You know <laughs> what, Dan, if you're thinking Get about doing a Kaepernick tenure. think piece. No, it was like Greg's re- employer review is like only one note is like be more definitive. <laughs> I was like, what? What do I do with that? Uh, in other news, uh, the league's competition committee uh, will be getting together uh, beginning this weekend in Boca Raton, Florida. What a what a heist that is. It's like, oh, sorry, honey. Sorry, wife and kids got to. Got league meetings to go to off to Boca Raton. Well, they typically bring their wife and kids. This feels like something that Sessler would try to go to because it would be a nice journey. Well, Mark, when are you leaving? You're leaving. Oh, you are going. I am going. Oh, going Saturday. But no, you had like at the league meetings. Like, like, yeah, can I can I just get there a couple days early to just really (laughs) set up and know? I want to, you know, like Like, make sure that the Wi-Fi works. Yeah. Know what rooms to go to. Maybe hang out a couple extra days just in case someone some of these other coaches are staying back and then I could have more access. This is how you operate at that venue. But this is where (laughs) Greg and I, when we went, we saw Bill Belichick and uh, Linda Holiday oh, that playing was tennis Arizona together. Was the same one? No, no, no. But I'm saying at the okay. league, that was Natalie Orlando. Holloway was there. Yeah, they were playing tennis. What's her name? Linda, Linda Holiday, Holiday, right? Yeah. And we've seen Chip Kelly jogging around with various Somebody individuals. I mean, everyone's just having well, a it's good time. a it's an East Coast flight. I don't even think it's direct. So Mark really does have a good. He had to go there on Saturday because it had to. It starts oh, yeah. on Sunday. Had to go. Man. Gotta so go. he's going to get there, have, you know, Saturday's kind of wide open. Sunday's a relatively light day, uh, and we're going to have him on the podcast and tell us what's happening. This also is the, the league meeting is the <laughs> annual meeting is the famous Wes around the NFL legend of Greg Rosenthal. Mark Sessler's jog through the park <laughs> with a famous oh, yeah, CNN that's, anchor. Yeah, that's somehow <laughs> historic. That's somehow embarrassing. People running together. This from what the, a good jog this from the same group who does Soul Cycle and P ninety X yet some uh, in group like somehow oh, we're not doing running that together. Why are you being so defensive? Well, I know. Saying this is famous. I, I, I you agree. You and Mark are allowed to have a jog. I together? thought it was fine. We saw Anderson Cooper uh, on the jogging path. When I have that? a jog, you've got a Soul Cycle tomorrow. Uh, yes, I do. True or false? The NFL That's is true. offering a free Soul Cycle, so you and and one of the ge- uh, gentlemen downstairs, David Ely, are taking it up. Going. To oh, go. I'm going to join as well. Yeah, oh. time, yeah. Seven seven to drop some weight. It's the off season. And it's going to be some soul it's cycle. It's at 7 a.m. in the morning. Oh, I can't wait. Soul searching. I thought you yeah. were leaving. Oh, no, this is next week. Okay. Mark will be there just to, like a test run. I am testing it tomorrow. I'm letting various editors from our office went and sent out photos last night. Had a great time. NFL media insider Ian Rappaport reported Thursday that the automatic ejection rule suggested by ROG is expected to pass. Uh, pass. The new rule would eject any player flagged for two personal fouls in a game. That's interesting. They should call it the ODB rule. Um, Mark, since you are going to be involved with the conference call in a little bit on this and you're obviously going, is there anything else that is saucy that could be coming out of this? Well, the thing that stood out to me was that what there is going to be no change to the catch rule, which is one of the most annoying, lingering oh, no. aspects to watching football of late. And they're essentially what they're going to try to do, they say, is a continued effort for more public education on how the rule is officiated. Come on. That's insulting. We, we all are so simpletons that we need, we need the catch rule explained to us. You know who needs an education? The competition committee. 
Ooh, Come bang. on. Hey, here, Stick it to him, Wes. Mike McCarthy in January. I don't know what the hell a catch is anymore. It's ridiculous. One of the best head coaches, one of the longest tenured head coaches in the NFL has no idea what your role means, and you want to educate us? Fix your broken role. Damn, bro. It's tiring. Come on. It's the most basic elemental act in the sport, and nobody from the officials to the players to the coaches knows what it means. It's undermining the integrity of the game. But look for <laughs> But look for those pamphlets on explaining it. It, it does seem like a, a very quiet. You know, some years there's a lot of talker, you know, interesting rule changes. Unless they drop some surprises in this conference call that's yep. coming up on Thursday. Really does not feel like that this year. I mean, if the if the sexiest thing we have is the ejection rule, which seems like a home run, it's a good idea, but there's not much to talk about. It's just a bunch of, like, tweaks to the chop block, chop block rule and tweaks to low hits on quarterback, but nothing nothing major. 8 o'clock delight. Titans wide receiver Kendall Wright on former teammate Robert Griffin III. He's coming back with a vengeance in 2016. Mark, any chance RG3 has a big comeback here? Well, how about get signed first? No, I don't see it. I think he's seen yeah. as a backup. We heard, by the way, we heard these articles last year at this time, how, yeah. how great he looked in the offseason. James Laronitis cut by the Rams, of course has agreed to a deal with the Saints. Chris Wessling, you do not think this is going to make a big difference, do you? Never forces a turnover. Uh, is a liability in the run game. And the Saints are coming off a season in which they earned the worst grade in the history of football outsiders' defensive metrics. The Arizona Cardinals waste no time replacing Jonathan Cooper. Evan Mathis uh, signed to a one-year contract worth $6 million. Get the job done, Greg. Cardinals are doing a great job in free agency. They do this year after year. They sit out the first three or four days, and they t tend to get a lot of good bargains, like uh, Chandler Jones and Evan Mathis. Uh, the Ravens had a glut of safeties um, entering Thursday or Wednesday. They got rid of one. Will Hill released, and then we learned quickly that he's facing a 10-game suspension for a drug violation. Mark, he keeps getting suspended. That's four. It's, it's a shame because he's a good player, I think. But, you know, as long as you don't drink a beer on an airplane, you'll be fine. You'll be back. <laughs> Demario Davis, one of the great players in the history of the New York Jets, has left the team and signed a two-year, $8 million deal with the Cleveland Browns. Believe landmark. The Browns are on the board. Well, it's telling the Jets to not want this guy back on any level. So He's okay. He's not bad. The Vikings get an offensive lineman. Andre Smith strikes a one-year deal worth $3.5 million, up to 4 .5 with incentives. Wes makes sense, right? You got Adrian Peterson in the building. Sign some guys that can block for him. Pick up Andre Smith and Alex Boone, two really good run-blocking offensive linemen. Andre Smith's not coming off his best season, though. Teddy Bridgewater, uh, excuse me, Mike Wallace said this week that he needed a good quarterback after signing with the Ravens. Now he walks it back, not surprisingly. I love my coaches and teammates in Minnesota. I would never say anything negative about Teddy. By the way, bro, your quarterback was Teddy Bridgewater, and you just said you need a good quarterback to thrive. You banged him. Don't back off now. Well, maybe he's saying he's still throwing shade at Ryan Tannehill in Miami. Oh, enough of that. This is what the Ravens inherited. Have fun with it. Uh, Tom Brady filled out his bracket. Uh, can we give Kevin Patcher a raise? How many stories has he written today? Well, someone's got to do it. Yeah, he, we're just we're just pop stars now. No, no. Uh, Tom Brady filled out his uh, final uh, his men's tournament bracket. He's got Michigan going all the way. He's a homer, Wes. I don't really care about little kids playing basketball. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh. You know what, Wes? That is, <laughs> that is not right. <laughs> By the way, what is up with the Kissing Cousins hating all sports? I don't oh, hate like, all sports. Oh, it's so weird to hate wait, the wait, NCAA, wait, wait, the most wait, crooked wait. institution in America. You just ruined 8 o'clock delight because you couldn't control yourself. Sorry. Correction, nothing could ruin 8 o'clock delight. Thank you. But uh, the Kissing Cousins, you guys don't like any other no, sport but I have the some, football I have and the Spurs. I have a beef with you. What? Let's hear it. Because I commented on another sport yesterday, letting you three know that rugby players, they draw a lot of action, a lot of female action. And you guys, oh, that's absurd. I didn't question you. All right. Well, why would anyone who's a big, giant rugby player be looked at fondly by females? All suddenly, my Twitter timeline is on fire with people from all over the world writing me. Chris Brooks writes, Listening to the Around the NFL podcast, and one can 100% confirm your comments about women and rugby players. They get them all. Yeah, says the guy that plays rugby and thinks he does better than he does. The only people talking about this are former rugby players or guys who had some insecurities. No, not true. They saw the rugby players come in. They were intimidated. Andrew Torrance writes, Australia, New Zealand, USA rugby is very popular with the fairer sex. Case closed. I wish you weren't a liar. Um... (laughs) All right. I mean, that doesn't necessarily get to the heart of the matter, which is your hatred of all sports that aren't the NFL. But I love baseball. Major League <coughs> Baseball runs a crappy operation, but I love the sport itself. Okay. And I love basketball. Look, I, I just don't like watching little kids play sports for a crooked institution. I don't need college sports in my life, but it's just a matter of time. If I had time, I'd like other sports. Come on. You could ask a lot of people, Wes, about the company that you work for, and they, maybe they wouldn't say the nicest things. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I, I think you could, you could match the NCAA against any institution ever created as far as how crooked it is. We should get Zach Goldman, the gold standard, on to talk about FIFA. Please. That could be the FIFA podcast. June. The gold standard, by the way, uh, on Mount Rushmore, Brandon McGinnis, the Irishman, trying to get up on Mount Rushmore. Gold standard's already there. He's gotten hyper-political. I don't know if anybody follows him that listens to the show. He is really upset about this Donald Trump situation. <laughs> Maron, he's pumped up. He's not the only one. Passionate, passionate man. Passionate group. Greg, who are you voting for? <laughs> I'm not going to talk politics. Definitely not. Donald Trump. That is the politics podcast coming up later this summer. I probably will forget to register and not vote. That's my oh. Greg refuses to take part in the process of our country. No, I'll try. I, I will. I will. I probably will vote. I wish you weren't a liar. California. <laughs> Maybe the general election. I'll wait till the general election. Seems like a He's lot. He's digging himself a big This hole. feels like a good one to vote in. No, I did. I, I will. Yeah. You got to play defense in this. I did. I did. 1998, I, I voted for yeah, Bill Clinton. I did the last uh, two Obama ones, but, you know. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's play a little game here. It's called over slash under. I can just smell the tweets coming from that last exchange. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll, you know, you got to participate in democracy. <laughs> Block them. Block them. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Pick up the chisels. Get to work on Brandon's mug. <laughs> All right, over and under time. We're going to go through some uh, NFL football players uh, that have been in the news in the last couple of weeks, and I'll set some statistical barriers and uh, you know, uh, make your decision as if your life depends on it, like you put your entire life savings uh, into getting this right. So uh, what I'm saying is uh, don't be flippant about this exercise. Uh, be a professional. <laughs> okay, Wes? Yep. Wow. Um 
I'll pay you for this, Wes. <laughs> it's about time. $20 bill if you uh, perform here. Uh, let's start with Martellus Bennett, who, of course. It's a good thing none of our bosses listen to the podcast. Yeah. It's um, Martellus Bennett is now a member of the Pats. There's some mouths to feed, Wes, you'd say, right, in that offense. Some guys yes. are going to be wanting some Targos. Uh, that's that's <laughs> short for targets. you got to shorten that, that long, like long word targets. targets. A lot of Targos out there. And Martellus Bennett sh- should get his fair share in a two-tight end set with Gronk. Um, so I will let's throw out all three major statistical basic stats for him, and we'll do an over-under for Martellus Bennett. And I'll start with 60 receptions, Mark Sessler. Hmm. Under, slightly. Wes. Under. Greg. Yeah, I would go under just because of the amount of options there. I don't think they're going to see him as their number one or two receiver. So the groups, um, the group think here is that Bennett could be a nice addition but won't be some monster in this offense. I think he'll be great, but you're talking fantasy numbers. All right, I changed change my answer now that I think of it because he's not going to be going deep. He goes, I'm going to go like 63 for 750, something like that. I had 6,808. As a slash over under eight would be a career high in touchdowns, right? But he is playing with one of the best red zone quarterbacks in NFL history. Tom Brady historically throws about forty touchdowns a year, so there's a lot of TDs. I mean, he's there to me. He's their number three receiver right now. I, I I'd put him ahead of Amendola if he stays on the team. Ahead of Hogan, uh, he's behind Gronk and, and Edelman. All right, Brock Osweiler, the new starting quarterback for the Houston Texans, twenty five touchdowns over under mark. Hmm. I'm going to go over by one. 26. <laughs> West. Oh, down the middle, Sessler. Under. That's, I picked over. Under. Who's catching all these touchdowns besides Hopkins? Yeah, I'm going to go. You catch up. a lot of them. Like 12 for him. I'm going to go under. And if a if a NFL player starts 16 games at this point, they're fairly likely to get over 25 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm skeptical that this offense is going to be – particularly better than last year. So I'm going to go. Hoyer had 19 and 11 appearances, nine starts. That's a fair point. I could, I mean. Tougher schedule, by the way, for the Texans. One of the reasons why the Texans uh, looked a little better than I think they really were was because of the schedule last year. It gets harder this year. How about 14 interceptions for Brock? I'll go under because he holds the ball too long and takes sacks instead of throwing interceptions. Mark? Uh, Push. He will have 14. (laughs) A little down the middle, Sessler. (laughs) That's called a push. That's gutsy. (laughs) I'll go under. I think this is going to be a run-first type of offense, and quarterbacks don't throw interceptions anymore. This is the new NFL. No one throws interceptions. You'll be sorry. (laughs) I'm going to coach the heck out of him. He's going to throw zero interceptions. (laughs) Chandler Jones, new pass rush monster. Under. Arizona Cardinals. I figured you'd say that. Fourteen and a half sacks. Oh, well, definitely under that. Why? That's it's a only huge, two more than his career that's high. A huge that's, year. That's a huge year. Well, I'm predicting a huge here. year. How about that, Mark Sessler? I will go under. <clears throat> what? Under. Going under. I mean, I love that defense. I'll be sorry. He'll have sixteen sacks this year, guys. Wow. You might be right. Career year, Chandler. He Jones. he is a absolute freak athlete that I feel like has never quite lived up to all of his potential. I think he still can be better, which is what scares me. He can be better. He's playing. He's motivated for a a contract year. He just got traded, which some guys use as moto. He plays in a sport where he's likely to get injured and not come through with 16 sacks. Little known known fact, too. Uh, His brother, MMA star. John Didn't know if you guys knew that. Also, Arthur Jones. Speaking of a guy with a brother. That's true. 
Chris Long. Not Arthur Joseph. Chris Long. Probably as a brother, right? Uh, yes. He does. Yeah. Plays yeah, in the NFL. Exactly. Guard for the Bears. Exactly. That's and okay. a father. Chris Long, the replacement. And a, mo- and a mom. For Chandler Jones. A man that Wes said on yesterday's podcast will mostly replace Chandler Jones' production. So I think I know where he's going with this. Six and a half sacks. Over. Under. Double digits. <clears throat> that's right. At, that's that's just the right number. Thank Dan. you. You've done it again. Thank you. Um, I'll go over just because that's what I want to see happen. But I, I don't think he's going to play a thousand snaps. I mean, to me, he's a six hundred snap a situational guy. pass rusher. Yeah, he's thirty years old, Santa Monica resident. Uh, last three or uh, born, born, born. Yeah, back when the L.A. Raiders were here. <clears throat> last three Dad years. Was playing. Eight and a half, five and four. So, oh no, I'm, I was reading the wrong way. Uh, well, he's been injured. Eight and a half, one and three, and has missed games in each of the last two years. We'll see. Um, I will put. Yeah, I think it's going to be right around there. Mark, what do you think his number will be? Uh, five and a half. He's a good run stop. He's not. He's not the best pure pass rusher in the world. He's good. Lamar Miller, the new running back for the Houston Texans. By the way, Chris Long's going to be like the most loved. Patriot player, you can just see it happen. Also, I bet he's good career. on social media. People are gonna love them. Some Chris, we won't be allowed to tweet it. Career high in sacks is higher than Chandler Jones' career high in sacks. Wow. Just saying. What year? Two thousand and one. <laughs> Two thousand eleven. That was a long time ago, bro. Yep. Um. By the way, Chris Long and I don't want to take credit for this. I don't remember who said it in the newsroom, but Chris Long and Martellus Bennett going to the Patriots on the same day does feel like a loss for NFL. Like personalities. Damashek said that. No, they can they can still have uh the old twit. Martellus Bennett, you could already tell. He called himself a dandelion in the wind, but for the most part he had already started talking like a patriot on this conference call. He was pretty oh. was pretty boring. But I think Chris Long will be good. He's good on Twitter. They're not going to they're going to tamp, tamp him down. The I mean the, the Long brothers really have to be among the best uh Twitter mm. players They in will the NFL. be heavily Both muzzled. Very, Entertaining, sometimes thought-provoking. Good job by the Longs. The Man- Manchurian tight end now playing for the Patriots. I totally torpedoed this game. Let's we'll go. be we'll be working with the Longs and NFL now in a couple of years. It'd be Plus. great. I, NFL Your thoughts? I can't say it. Okay. Kyle Kyle's got a long way to go. I do have some thoughts on that. Though. He's just starting his career out. Lamar Miller, Texans running back, twelve hundred yards. Mark Sessler from scrimmage or rushing? Rushing yards under. 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 Okay, he's going to run for 1361, guys, so you missed eh. Wrong. Chase Montana, also known as Chase Daniel, backup quarterback for the time being with the Philadelphia Eagles. Eight starts. Eight starts. I go under, but he will finish the year as the starter and will be the starter heading into the offseason. Over. Oh. Wow. I mean, I'm I'm a pragmatic man, and uh, you would have some long odds in Vegas to, to get eight starts out of Chase Daniel. Just the odds are not are not with you. Vegas has never seen Sam Bradford's knee before. Yeah, you need you need an injury, I think, and some really bad. Or his shoulder, there. or any other body part that Sam Bradford Mark, has does issues with. Pragmatic actually translate for Greg into recovering gambling addict? <laughs> there's, uh, there's some parallel there. You wish that was true. You make up these little narratives. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fun to read like a Greg memoir where that was like chapter six. Yeah, like chapter five is a strawberry truck. Chapter six. My is first, my first days in at Roto World, making five hundred dollars a week, trying to pay that New York rent. You got to make some extra guap somewhere. Get that guap. Uh, Marvin Jones, seventy-two receptions. Under. 
Yeah, under. Now a Detroit under. Lion, of course. 72 catches for Marvin Jones. Under. Injury prone. Sam Matthew Stafford sending, you know, passes way over his head. His career high is 65. As the second or third fiddle in the Bengals. A couple more. Olivier Vernon and JPP, 15 combined sacks. Oh, over. JPP might get that with his uh, left hand alone. Wow. Vernon, Vernon's going to need 13 and a half of those. Oh, <laughs> JTP can't bring anyone down anymore. He's he's wearing a glove now. There's no club. It's a big game changer. I'm going under. Something bad is going to happen here wow. with this duo. What? Oh, Mark. Uh, Colin Kaepernick, 13 starts. Under. Under. Yeah, we usually Absolutely. laud you with your over-under numbers. This feels like way too over. high. I think the number should be 10. Over. But you did over get, 13. You did get an over. I'm going to say under. Well, if he gets traded, he's got a good chance to start wherever right. he goes, and he'll probably be the starter if he stays in San Francisco. Right, but I think wherever he is, he's going to be in a situation where he's not even guaranteed to start week one and that he's going to have to play well to keep that starting job. Over with gusto. I love it, Wes. Finally, Greg Hardy, one team. Under. Under. <laughs> under. Hopefully. I guess I would take the push. I think somebody will get him. Somebody is going to sign him because people are des desperate for pass rushers and could put aside evil doing in a big spot. Former around the NFL uh, guest, Greg Hardy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> As before. Should I put that at one half team? We should find one a half team. No, we shouldn't find a sound drop from him. No, we shouldn't. Uh, okay, that's it. Mark, you need to go downstairs because you're going to be Oh, yeah, on this get out of here. Call. Seriously. Thank you. Goodbye. Uh, Boca Raton, Mark really is gaming the system now. I was asked to go, and Goes I said on one word. I said yes. Whatever the NFL needs, that's what I'm here for. To a tropical – a tropical. Uh, enjoy yourself, Mark. A tropical part of the country. Did he wind up getting a rental car or no? Mark's walking out. He did not. He's just going to taxi it. All literally, I mean, everything is. This is perfect, by the way, for Mark. Not only does he get to get away, he gets to go to a tropical location, gets to uh, rub elbows with uh, league people. As Dan shakes his elbows, <laughs> yeah, with like league the people, bushwhackers. which he likes to do. Um, there is a um, expense account essentially where he'll be able to write off a lot of things that he eats and drinks. Well, not eats, but drinks, and he gets the solid the solidarity. That we know, we know he needs solitude. Solitude, excuse me. That we know he needs. You know they don't cover the boss. You know for nothing. I I've strategized all this out. It's gonna make for a happier, more productive Mark Sessler. Mm, I like that. I heard over. <laughs> over on Mark being happier. Over under Mark happy when he gets back. I'll take the over. Oh yeah, he'll be happy. I'll be optimistic and say the over, but That's it could it. go the opposite way because he'll fly back and then be once again. In the middle of the no, it'll, it'll put him in a good it'll put him in a good space. Mm. The expense report coming it could be a factor here. And don't don't underrate the uh, enjoyment of being the intrepid reporter. He likes he does like he that. likes getting in there. He does break I some stories. Heard word around the campfire that that uh, Kevin Patcher will be our sole representative at the draft. That is expected. Yes, we're just laying out everything. It's not confirmed. We'll yeah. see what happens. So. That's it for another week of the Around the NFL podcast. Everybody, you know, really did a great job this week. I'm really proud of all you guys. Thanks. Got through the employee reviews. <laughs> Everyone's on speaking terms with Greg, so that went well. Still employed. Yes. Everyone's still employed. Brandon, your second week on the job now uh, in your return to action. The guys are hard at work with the chisels. 
You know, we just had some Portageons shipped in uh, so the guys can keep working. <laughs> Good stuff. We'll be back on Monday with another uh, uh, edition of the Around the NFL podcast, another week as we keep rolling on and, and free agency and everything else and speaking with Mark from Boca Raton uh, on what's happening at the annual meeting. So a lot to talk about. Until then, this is Dan Hansis signing off for Quiet Storm, Storm in absentia. You like that, don't you? Yes, I do. The mailman, the boss, and the Irishman behind the glass. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Till Monday. Dan, do you have the rundown? I do. You want it? Yeah, could you? Yeah. Ooh, the producer wants the rundown. Oh. I'm Briandian. We're, we're throwing off today. We're going at 10. So you know, everything yeah. is this is a little flying by the seat of our peons. What if, like, as has been oh. done to us like 40 times, we tell Daniel Jeremiah, you're starting later. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm late. I'm late. Very important Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.